0: Hello and welcome to our latest podcast. In this episode we hear from Liz Hornby and Sarah Taylor as they discuss the menopause and answer some of your questions. Thank you for listening. How can I best support my partner, friend or colleague during the menopause?
1: So I think it's about familiarising yourself with the symptoms, really educating yourself, learning a bit more about it. So um, there's lots of support available online. We've also got some great videos on the Learning Hub um, on menopause and some lived experiences. But I think as a first step, you know, to learn a bit more about it, so that you're you're not going in cold, you're going in informed, really.
0: Yeah, I agree, and I think. Be empathetic. Listen to your spouse. Don't shut them out. As though because menopause has is historically been very much a we don't talk about that lady ladies' problems. Um we're, we're not about that anymore. We are about talking about it and getting your spouse to talk about it as well as or as your colleague or your friend or whoever if they can be as open with each other as possible, that would be
1: just just being open is a huge support. And be patient and be kind, yeah. I guess, as well. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And I think it's also, isn't it, about being tolerant, I guess. So, you know, um, if 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 your partner's mood fluctuate, which not everyone's moods do, but try not to take it personally. Mm. Um, And and, and just let it go and don't be judgmental. (laughs) Definitely. I mean, because
0: there's so many different aspects to menopause. I mean, everyone has heard about the hot flushes. So, but not everyone gets them, but they do get other symptoms. So it's that person being, if they want to be open about those other symptoms as well, or you know, if they want to close down, but it's recognising and for that partner or whoever to recognise symptoms. As you say, you know, being patient, I think is probably the overarching. Advice I would give.
1: Yeah, and I think um, it's about supporting each other as well. So this could be your mm. partner, it could be a colleague or something. So mm. I don't know. I mean, if if perhaps you could do some exercise together um, or, um, or also sort of encourage them if their self esteem is low. So sort of say you're doing really well, and, and and that sort of thing. And for people not to laugh, because
0: you know for years it's uh, you know she's going through the menopause, and 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 it's become a sort of laugh thing. It's not. Mm. It's anything but. Um, and if somebody needs, um adjustments at work for people to be tolerant about those adjustments Mm. you know if you want a window open in the middle of winter i get that you know but not everyone is going to want that so a desk fan i think I've, i've i have a desk fan and it's so it's and it's finding those common grounds that if there are reasonable adjustments needed, it's finding what works for that person, but also for the team, especially if they're all in the office.
1: And, and I guess it's about, you know, thinking when you when you schedule a room or something that you don't schedule a baking hot room on a hot day yeah. and that perhaps, you know, is an opportunity for somebody to sit by a window or something like mm. that. And also, you know, to recognise that, you know, people might need adjustments to their working hours. So, you know, to accept that and and be tolerant of that as well. Definitely. So as a manager, you've got an important role to play in making sure anyone experiencing menopause symptoms gets the support and understanding that they need. Um, The same with any other health issue, really. And you know, having an, a a sort of culture where you're open and honest about things generally will really help with that. Um, you might have to put in place some reasonable adjustments. So it's about talking to the employee. Everybody's um, experience of menopause is different, as as Liz has already explained. Um, so it's about talking and listening to them again, and being professional and respecting their confidentiality. Um, I mean. HR can advise you on reasonable adjustments, but some examples that you might want to consider might be things like flexibility to attend medical appointments. Um, Liz has already talked about temperature and ventilation. So, you know, your opportunity to sit near an open window, have a fan, etc. Um, if your person needs to wear a uniform, then you might need to um, be flexible over that, um, especially if it's sort of a, a nylon, thing or something. Um, I suppose the big one is about adjustments in working hours. Um, so for example, the person might want to vary their start and finish hours, especially if you know they're not sleeping properly. Um, or they might require um, more frequent breaks. Um, they might want to work a bit more, a few more hours when they're feeling well, for example. Um, but I, I suppose in summary um, I don't know what you think, Liz. I think it's just about um, being sympathetic and talking to people and and asking how they're doing, um, and then I think probably the rest follows. Having a having a bit of empathy, being
0: open to to that person and their their reasonable adjustments as well, and uh, and just being tolerant. Definitely is Mm. is you know knowing that your manager is on your side helps hugely
1: and it can be really difficult can't it especially if you've got a male manager or a young manager um, who might not know very much about these sorts of things so again that comes back to the education piece doesn't it really Um, learning as much as you can about it and using the great many resources that are available
0: as and as you said earlier we have a lot of resources that can help everyone not not just those going through menopause perimenopause postmenopause but managers colleagues friends you know there there is so much information out there
1: and there's so much in the media now as well isn't that talking about it
0: so We've been approached by somebody who would like to know what the less obvious signs of menopause are. And I <laughs> I Googled them and I couldn't stop Googling because they are, it's a long list. It really is. And I, having seen it, I I recognize in me, some of the symptoms, tinnitus, my tinnitus has got really bad recently. I didn't know that menopause affected tinnitus.
1: I'd never have known that, list. I thought no. it
0: was my years of rock concerts and a head in a bass <laughs> bin. But no, well, I mean, that's part of it. But, but menopause, you know, you get tinnitus. It's that ringing in the ear. You get not only hot flushes, but you can get cold flushes. I didn't know that. Fatigue, hair loss. Yeah, sadly, I'm... You know, my my hair is beginning to thin out and I've got very thick hair or had. You get a metallic taste in the mouth. I think a lot of women will will recognize that. Mood changes, inability to concentrate. How many times have you gone into a room and gone, why am I in here? That's me all over. Um, Increase in facial hair. Now, weirdly, I was out with some girlfriends back in the summer. And we were we got onto this subject and we now all own one of these little facial hair um, razor things. Um, and we make no bones about it because, yes, we're getting facial hair, sadly. The other thing I didn't realise is, and it affects me quite badly, is my uh, is dizziness or vertigo. And again, because of all the changes that are going on in your body, apparently, you can get dizziness or or um or vertigo you can get tingling in your arms hands feet you know whatever mm. dry skin i yes I mean that's actually quite a common one i think
1: mm.
0: dental problems again i I didn't realize this, so there are so many um lesser known menopause symptoms that I think the best thing to obviously is Google them, but know that you're not alone, that if you are fatigued, if you're tired, then it's, it might be the menopause might be perimenopause, even post menopause. And I'm post, but I'm still getting a lot of these symptoms.
1: How long do the symptoms go on for, Liz?
0: <laughs> well, they can go on like you you can sail through menopause without having one single symptom mm. lucky you if you do <laughs> or and i started at the age of 43 when i started getting the symptoms i'm now and i make no bones about it i'm in my early 60s and i'm still getting hot flushes the mostly when that. i wake up mm. and you they can go on for years literally mm. years I'm probably an extreme case, Um, but and in fact, I noticed, so yeah, lockdown unfortunately did me no favours because I put on a lot of weight and the hot flushes came back. I'm beginning to lose that weight and the hot flushes are beginning to subside. So I I equate my hot flushes to weight.
1: That's really interesting, isn't it, actually? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's it, and and I've noticed a couple of times when I've put on weight and then lost again, I think hot flushes are gone.
1: So I guess in in summary to all that, really, don't don't think too narrowly in terms of no. um, symptoms. It can be just about anything, and sort of again educate yourself. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah.
0: So thank you very much, Sarah and Liz, for joining us today. Um, it's been really enlightening. And I'd just like to pass back to you for one final piece of advice or information that you would like to share with our listeners today. Uh, over to you first, please, Sarah.
1: Thanks, Karen. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, I, I suppose for me, it's about being tolerant and and putting yourself in that person's shoes, being empathetic. Um, And also about educating yourself. So I probably would say that wouldn't I, because I come from a learning and development background, but there's lots of there's lots of resources out there that you can access both on the Internet and on our learning hub and and sort of available widely on the web. So educate yourself um, so that you can be there to support people going through the menopause. And from my point
0: of view, and again, thanks everyone for listening. You're not alone if you're going through the menopause whether it be perimenopause or postmenopause you are not alone we are out there there's lots of information out there but if you don't want to talk to your manager you can come and find myself or any of the menopause champions where it's all available on the intranet just just have a look everything is confidential just don't be alone a problem shared is a problem halved